0: You want to start? Yeah. Oh, me start? You want to start? You want to start? You want me to start? Hey, Tom. Thought we haven't had one of those in a while. Hey, Tom. Hey, Tom. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back to The Undesirables. So, oh, yeah. Every time. I know. I actually remember this time. We are here with a special guest. I'll jump right in with that because I'm always bad at introducing guests too, which by talking about it means I'm bad at it again. Great, keep but, selling. <laughs> uh, Maggie, can you please introduce yourself?
1: Yes. So my name is Maggie, and I'm a psychologist in Manhattan. Doctor Maggie. Sorry. Yeah. Okay. So I, yeah, my name is Doctor Maggie Dancel and I'm a clinical psychologist in Manhattan in Flatiron to be exact and I specialize in sex therapy so sexual dysfunction lack of intimacy out of control kind of sexual behavior pause
0: out of control what's out of control
1: mean so this is like a new term that's like
0: out of control like whoa <laughs> or is this like out of control like oh god that's...
1: so this is like a new movement that like sex therapists are making instead of saying like sex addiction or i used to call it like excessive Masturbation is like a very common one, mm-hmm. um, but they feel like that's hard to kind of measure or pinpoint. So they say out of control, which means you don't feel like you can control this type of behavior, or this kind of um, coping skill. Because mm-hmm. I see it as a very common coping skill for men, mm-hmm. particularly when they're single and have been single for a while. What? Come on, <laughs> no.
0: come on, exchange the hearts. Turn <laughs> the mics off.
1: <laughs> And so what I mean by, like, out of control or, like, excessive would be, like, spending three, four hours a night or a day, and it's intruding in, like, your free time or work or social relationships. So that's when it's, I think, a little out of control. But look, they come to me because... It's a problem for them. So, it's
0: a, yeah. Is it often where someone will show up and you're able to not kind of diagnose it before they realize it? Or do they come to you with, like, I have an issue with, like, masturbation?
1: It's usually, by the time they already look me up, like, in psychology today That's and they fair. call me, they know that they have an issue and they want to talk about it. So I make my kind of, like, ad say that, like, everyone has issues with sex at some point in their life, but maybe you don't have a safe space to talk about it. Hopefully I can provide that. And, like, I'm kink-friendly and... I work with the LGBTQ community, Mm -hmm. so... what's kink-friendly mean? So kink-friendly means, like, I am so... I'm, like, really open to hearing about people's fetishes, interests, like, alternative kind of lifestyles, whether that's, like, polyamory, you like going to dungeons, you want to do stuff with your partner that's not in the, like, kind of norm. That's kind of what what I see.
0: Do you see... What are like some common things you see?
1: So the most common thing I see most of my practice right now is single males Mm -hmm. and it's excessive masturbation or out of control Mm -hmm. masturbation because it's such an easy coping strategy to use Mm because it feels good, right? It brings pleasure. No one has to know about it. And, you know, you can use porn, you can use live cams, you can use so many different kind of material Mm -hmm. to excite you. And it's like never ending. I mean, there's always new videos
0: every day. Is there a common thing that they're coping with? Or is it like kind of across the board, just their personal life?
1: I would say usually it's depression and anxiety is probably the most common tie. Mm -hmm. And lack of intimacy. And what I mean by intimacy, not just physical intimacy, like emotional intimacy Mm -hmm. with this gender that they are interested in. So those are common themes, like so loneliness, depression, anxiety, and that's what they use to kind of. To deal with
0: that, how does the person know that it's pushed beyond just like I just masturbate a lot, but I'm mm-hmm. fine. To uh, I don't know, this is maybe a problem.
1: I would say like av- I look, I always say like masturbation is a healthy, part of sexuality, and mm-hmm. it's a good thing to do, whether it's solo or with a partner. But I think what it gets out of control is when they're spending so much time, mm-hmm. and they're really I'm telling me too much time.
0: <laughs> is that an, an I would as a non-professional? I'm yes. Gonna- are you, you stating yourself out as a non-professional <laughs> masturbator? Or were you... I'm an amateur masturbator. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> okay. I'm unpaid. <laughs> so far. You go to the conventions. I, I attend the conventions. I would think that that would be based on the individual. Yeah. And it's more so how is it impacting your life, not mm-hmm. like if you do it. Like, listen, someone could hypothetically <laughs> masturbate three hours a day and it'd be fine. No, that's probably a little much. That's so. That's
1: (laughs) so. I would say, like, usually anything like around an hour, I say is like pretty average, as like what I'm seeing. Yeah. But some of my clients, or the clients I've worked with in the past, it's like three to six hours per day, Mm. and
0: consecutive or like in bursts.
1: So it's it's consecutive, and then they'll yeah. And one of my clients years ago, it would take him two hours to even come once you know, by that time, it's like not also feeling good. I mean, right. it's got to like start rubbing and just not, you know, finding stimulation to last two hours is mm-hmm. a lot. But yeah, I have clients that can do it all day long, like 24 hours. Well, yeah. maybe they'll take a break to eat, maybe sleep for a couple hours and get back to it. And that's tough. they miss work the next day, or they're really Man. groggy for work the next day. Yeah, that's what I feel like when, yeah, I don't label it as excessive. They do.
0: Do you think that also that would impact like if you i mean obviously it would mm-hmm. but in what ways would it impact if you were to then get in a relationship like how does that affect so yeah
1: that's the problem that i see too is like when they once they get into a relationship they either hide the fact that they masturbate that much from their partner or they're not enjoying the like foreplay as much and that's because they're so used to themselves mm-hmm. so a technique that i suggest to them is kind of like be mindful of like what happens when you masturbate is it what hand are you using? What position? Where are you doing it? And then changing some part of that up to be more like partnered sex. So, for example, a lot of guys—yeah, this is like free advice here. So, <laughs> some guy, most guys, I would say, either sit up or lay down, like whether it's on their bed or like I don't know, sitting up in their couch. I don't know. Uh-huh. So, what I'll do is get them to kind of be on top, like on all fours on their bed. And masturbate that way. So it's still something they're doing solo, but it relates to partnered sex.
0: You heard of the no fat movement? Mm-hmm. What do you think about that? What well, it, what is that? Thank you. I do not know. Oh No fat movement is like <laughs> w- w- <what>? no <laughs> the judgment. Not that, not that. Uh, no, it's um I discovered it it was on like Reddit and it's like people who have like basically sworn off masturbation either for
1: a period oh, of time, like three months fat.
0: or yeah, fat. I thought you said fat. <laughs> yeah. No, no fat. fat. <laughs> Skim. No fat. <laughs> uh, yeah. No, the no fat movement FAP where people like just say, I'm not going to masturbate anymore yeah. for like mm-hmm. indefinitely or just like. And no porn. Three months. Yeah. No porn. None of that. The only time you can like ejaculate is with a
1: partner. So I find that some guys can do that for like 90 days, but that's also not sustainable because I do think masturbation is a part of like mm-hmm. healthy sexuality. It's just about um maybe being more mindful when you do it or sharing it with your partner. Like how do you involve a partner in that? Like, yeah. Hey, like let's do mutual masturbation or, Hey, I think it'd be really hot if you just watched me or I just watched you. And that can just be another like, Thing that you guys can do together. Yeah. Like, other things.
0: You ever I masturbated mean, with a partner? I was going to say, how do you feel about that? <laughs> I asked you first, my dude. I've done that, like, once. I'm not really that interested in having people, like, watch me mm. do stuff to myself.
1: What about mutual?
0: Mutual, I'll, I'm more down with.
1: So, mutual just, meaning, like, you yeah. do you and she does her. Yeah. And you guys are watching. But there could also be mutual where you guys are both pleasuring yeah. each other.
0: I'm super down to help out with someone else masturbating. I'm just... I don't really... It's not as interesting to me to have someone just kind of like watching or participating in me masturbating okay yeah mm-hmm. personally
1: we tucker you've been in a long distance relationship right mm-hmm. so did that come up at yeah. all yeah because i think that that's super it's hot actually, too
0: i think that yeah that's it's a lot of fun i haven't done yeah. it a ton yeah but i mean long distance yeah like over yeah. the phone <laughs> you get video, creative any of that stuff sure yeah. yeah no i think the times when i have gotten to that point in sex with someone, it's been like, oh, this has entered a new world of like we are still having fun with each other, but it's totally the individual, but this is still a shared experience. Mm -hmm. And it was like super hot just being like, oh, we're both like working to get off. And it still is like sexual with another person. Like it's still that's where it like really separates from like, oh sex is not just like, you know, P and V. Yeah. Uh it's more just like, you know, you guys having an experience together. But it's also it takes
1: out like once you get used to it, the partner, if, especially if you're long distance, it takes some of that shame and embarrassment out because they're doing it right with yeah. you in yeah. on the FaceTime or the phone call. Yeah. And you can just kind of let loose a little bit.
0: Yeah. Which is nice. The, the long distance relationships I've been a part of. I've been a part of a few at this point, and a lot of that conversation sometimes is, like, analyzing, like, why is this weird? Mm -hmm. Like, why does it feel weird at first? And it's it's across the board been fun once we're able to break down, like, Mm -hmm. you know, the shame that comes with that kind of stuff.
1: And that's just, like, how it is naturally. Like, we're, as a culture, like, anything related to sex is something you're supposed to keep really private and you're supposed to be embarrassed and yeah. shameful about it and i'm just like no not really like everyone is doing it everyone's trying to have it yeah and everyone should be talking about it mm. it's just not sure and that's one of the things that i you know that's why i went into this was so i could spread the word yeah and- the gospel
0: if yeah. you will I yeah so sorry mom <laughs> <laughs> We're just really scratching gospel. Yeah.
1: But one of the other issues uh, that comes up a lot in my practice is how to like keep it spicy, especially if you've been in a long-term relationship, like five to 10 years. Yeah. Yeah. How do you keep it hot still? Right. Um, there's like, it's hard because I think after like so long of being with someone, and you guys probably can attest to this, it's like you get used to maybe like how you have sex or you get used to like not talking about aspects of it, and it's harder to like bring it up yeah. once you're in it for a while.
0: Yeah, I think it's a lot harder when you're in it because you get, like you said, like you get in that flow, and then to even to say let's spice it up kind of implies we need to spice it up. It's not yeah. spicy enough. It's not yeah, not spicy enough right now. I'm looking for a little more caliente, and that's just that's hot. But yeah, I think that that was in my previous like long distance relationship that was. Not long distance, uh, long-term relationship. Mm-hmm. That was more of a challenge because it was... We never wanted to, like, broach that subject as much. And so that became a, a thing. I feel like it's difficult to bring it up at first because the first thing you have to do is admit that you're not 100% satisfied mm. with what's happening in your sex life. And yeah. that feels very vulnerable, I feel like, for both parties.
1: And that's why I think, like, going to a therapist, you can kind of both say, like, hey, this is what I'm not happy with. But if you don't go to a therapist, I think, I think there's still ways to do it. You just yeah. have to be, both people have to be like, really open to you just having the discussion. So a tip that I give is like, let's say one person is feeling like they want to change it up and they're afraid of having to bring it up to a partner, do it when like things are good in your relationship yeah. and mm-hmm. like you guys are just like having a good time, there's not big issues coming up, maybe have a glass of wine, yeah. you know, ease it, make it easy and comfortable. And then just say, hey, like there's some things I've been thinking about, not anything crazy, but like, yeah, I'm just wondering if you feel like we could change up our sex a little bit. Yeah. And it's not anything to do with you. It's just like, yeah, I'm just curious.
0: Yeah. Let's say someone comes to you and they want to spice it up, but they don't really know what they want to try. Mm -hmm. They have no clue. They're just like, I don't know, man. Mm -hmm. I just want to do something different. What's your first recommendation for them?
1: I would say, like, write down some of your fantasies. Like, some of the things you've always wanted to try sexually or have, like, piqued your interest. And then really judge whether or not any of those things are something you really want to bring into reality. So I have this thing where... Right?
0: Good.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So, like, with fantasies, sometimes just thinking about it is erotic enough for you. But Mm -hmm. bringing it into reality would be really difficult. Prime example... A lot of guys and a lot of girls, too, like, want to have a threesome or think that the idea of having a threesome is really hot. But what does that look like when you're actually doing it with... Politics of a threesome. That's right. True. Yeah. Okay, like, you both have to be attracted to the person. Do you get a person you don't know or, or do know? Where are you going to do it? Like, how are you going to arrange that? Uh, what is that going to feel like? You know, having your partner be with someone else. And maybe that's just something you keep in fantasy land. Yeah. And not bring to reality. So I think that's like the first step.
0: Fun fact about threesomes. Yes. They are the show. <laughs> 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 is that they are, uh, I think I mentioned when we chatted over coffee a, like a couple weeks ago was, I was reading that book, which is right over there. Tell me what you want. It's like the largest survey of American mm-hmm. sexual fantasies. Threesomes are number one. Yeah. The number one sexual oh, fantasy that Americans have. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I think that's like one of those super, super common ones that everyone wants to do. But, like, just broaching the subject is, like, it feels impossible. Mm-hmm. But everyone wants to do it. It's, like, impossible to say that it's not common. It's just a matter of figuring out the politics. Right. And are we bringing in a dude? Or are we bringing a lady? Mm-hmm. Like, all the things you said, which was, weirdly enough, like, a lot of the same questions that we had when I was in an open mm-hmm. relationship. Are we allowed to bring in people we know? No. That was, like, a hard mm-hmm. no. We didn't want that. Dude. We offered. I know. I don't want to go into it. <laughs> <laughs> but I think that's, like, what you're
1: touching on is, like, okay, once you... Pick what you want to do, you want to do with your partner. Mm -hmm. It's, like, you have to talk about boundaries and stick to them. Like, okay, you guys said no people that we know. Cool. Like, you both have to agree on that. And then uh, what's another, like, really popular I guess fantasy. BDSM. So okay. <laughs> going to a dungeon, right? Like, mm-hmm. so rules to have is like, do can we play with other people? Can we not? Do we just watch or do we just observe? Or do we just like play with each other? You know, what if someone approaches us? What do we say? If we're feeling comfortable, do we have a code word to when we need to leave? You know, you just have to be like, when you're in that space, if you go to a dungeon, just really check in with your partner and say like, hey, are you feeling comfortable? Are you not?
0: Mm-hmm. Related so, side note. Yeah, Can you describe to me what a dungeon looks like? Sure, sure listener. can. Real quick, uh-huh. before we go into that, two things. One, you have a thing in your tooth. Oh, two, man. <laughs> I'm gonna switch this to interview mode, which is what I put mine in at the beginning. It should be fine. That's, it's the same thing, that so one's shit. also... Alright, well we're gonna do that and yeah. we gonna look at my fucking tooth now! Or else we am gonna be thinking about it the whole time. But I think I'm excited to hop into to dungeons. Ooh! Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yes!
1: No. <laughs> god. 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 I'd even notice it, Tom.
0: She no- she mentioned it early on.
1: Yeah, I told him as soon as I yeah I walked okay. in, I was like, oh my god, Tom has something really gross in yeah. his teeth.
0: She was like, do we tell Tom? And I said, I want to wait until halfway in because I want to get it on the mic.
1: I actually didn't notice it. It really didn't. I'm upset. Yeah, I know. <laughs>
0: All right, set the stage for me. What's a sex dungeon? Okay. Here we go. Bricks. Is it dark? (laughs) Is it? Are there whips and chains? How many people are there? Okay. What's the sound? Okay. What's the smell? So I've
1: only I've only (laughs) been to one, but it was it was one event, two dungeons connected. Okay. So just FYI, dungeons usually Mm their sex is not allowed in the dungeon if it's like just a play event or like if it's like you want to go to a dungeon and to have sex with multiple people you have to look for sex parties Mm. dungeons just going on your own is rooms different rooms people playing but there's no penetrative sex
0: my mind is already blown yeah wait however (laughs) what's the aesthetic sorry real quick Are people finishing still? Is that what's happening? Or is it just like, like you can't even masturbate there. This is just like, I don't know.
1: So maybe it was like the, maybe the event I went to, but it was not a, the rules for the dungeon was there was going to be like, no sex was like the number one rule Uh as far as like play, whether it's oral or manual stimulation. I think that was allowed, but I personally did not see anyone finishing or coming Okay. So um, this was
0: a dungeon, not a sex dungeon.
1: Right. This was just a dungeon, like Thank a play dungeon. You. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So it is kind of what you picture. It's really dark and there's exposed Rage. brick. Rage. <laughs> and, um, But it's like when you... wait. Wh- yeah. <laughs> 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 when you walk in, there's a security guard and then you check in like where your coats or your bags and then right by the checkout, like where you get your coats, there's a whole wall of like whips and all these kind of flogging Do you things. You have to pay to rent them. No, you give your wow. ID, just like you're checking out like a book.
0: Wow, modern <laughs> library.
1: Yeah, and you you can check one Take out and then you play with it the whole time. Then you go into the dungeon. There's all these different rooms. Then there's apparatuses in each room. So there's like a lot of wooden apparatuses that you can like be bonded like by your hands and your legs. There was one that had like a wheel that you like Ooh. are on the wheel, but oh, it was I know broken when I yeah yeah. And there's, like, tables. There's one that was, I think this was the second dungeon. One was, like, a classroom. It had, like, a chalkboard, a globe, like, a kneeling thing to get, like, spanked. And then there was a suspension room. And that one was really popular because you can get suspended from the ceiling. Uh, oh, and then there was like a medical room where it was like, looks like an examining room. Mm. I didn't go in that one. Because usually that's usually needle play or blood play in Ooh. there. Um, but I didn't go in there. So I don't know if that was happening or not.
0: What's needle play and blood play?
1: <laughs> so I think think and I don't like look this up but like needle play I think is if I go into your
0: google search history am I not gonna find needle play you're not gonna find needle play I don't if I look into your google search history I I think you will breeze over needle play shock the rest of them
1: (laughs) so I think you put needles through your like skin and um Mm. other is like you actually draw blood and you play with the blood Mm. it's an erotic thing for some people Mm. just like urine or yeah poop (laughs) silence before and
0: after yeah draw that (laughs) out in editing for 15 seconds of silence
1: (laughs) and then there's um always a person at the dungeon that's walking around to check in with people see if they need help with anything or they have questions about something yeah so yeah i didn't see a lot of nudity A, a lot of people are wearing like yeah skimpy clothing but not a lot of like no one's just like walking around naked yeah But everyone's keeping to themselves. Was it
0: like leather stuff?
1: There was some leather. There was like one guy was dressed like a, a, uh, what is it?
0: A police officer.
1: No, they dust. uh, French (laughs) maid. French maid. And there was a dom that came later to play with him. And she was like decked out in all leather. She was like hot. She like commanded the whole dungeon. It was awesome. And she came just, I think, for this French maid guy. And they were just like, it was really just her dynamic with him. Like the power dynamic of like, I'm in control. But, yeah, it wasn't like she was, like, whipping him to death or that's forcing things dark. down his throat.
0: Jesus <laughs> Christ, whipping to death.
1: Yeah. But that's... that's Some people like getting whipped to where they draw blood and yeah, like have blisters yeah. and everything. It's just whatever your, your intensity level is. I'm
0: going to hire a French maid guy. Tucker, you want to... Yeah. All right. And then I'm just going to have him <laughs> in my apartment.
1: So, yeah. I... I would encourage, <laughs> if you do want to go to a dungeon, go with either, like, someone you've been dating for a while or, like, a partner. Kind Not hard like to go- a first Tinder date. No. <sighs> definitely not, guys. So I know. <sighs> I'll,
0: I'll text the girl with a with
1: that. <laughs> And going Never with a friend is kind of odd. Sure. Because you're going to want to, I think it is intriguing. Like, you're going to want to maybe, like, get on a wooden apparatus and mm-hmm. do something. And I don't know how you, I mean, if you're flexible in your sexuality, go for it.
0: Is it is it something that someone could go to solo or mm-hmm. is it is that
1: So you can go solo um the
0: price goes up dude
1: The price goes up a little Price oh, goes up right. for single
0: men yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah Yeah, Maggie turned me on to fetlife.com and I was looking at the different events there. Yeah. And it's like women free or $10 yep. or something yep. and then couples $20, $40, something like that. And then single men, $100, $100 plus
1: hmm. But Which I think. I get it. Yeah.
0: I get it. But man.
1: Because, they, you know, they want to be, they want to have these men that not just come. Yeah. And they're just being creepy. Uh, yeah.
0: yeah. Otherwise you'd have like a thousand dudes show up and no women. Yeah. And that's just exactly what would happen. I get it.
1: But I want to, uh, like, overall the atmosphere was really supportive. Like everyone was really friendly and nice and inviting. And it's really cool to be in a, like, non-judgmental space. Yeah. To just. Do or wear whatever you want. Yeah. And it was it was such a cool experience. And I that's why I really tell my clients, friends, not family yet, but <laughs> to go and like try it out because you know, you got one life to live. Might as well just go once right? and see what live it's like. A little. Yeah. A little. And let me tell you, there is a dungeon open every single day. In Monday, New York City. In New York City. Yeah. Monday wow. through yeah, Monday through Sunday. Wow. You could find an event and there's a lot of dungeons in New York. Really? Yeah, there's at least 10 that I keep seeing. You have to also be careful on what night you go because it could be like a, you know, a gay night. Oh yeah, look it up.
0: I'll say, look it up before you go. Because wow, those events range.
1: Yes, they do.
0: The thing I went to, was like a class on how to pleasure a woman and also tutorial on squirting.
1: Was it at a dungeon?
0: I think they use it as like a dungeon, but it was really just like an apartment building. Okay. Clearly it was not for people living there.
1: Okay. (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> only the dead <laughs> it was not for people to live there it was for people to play there Gosh. and so it was really just like a bunch of chairs like a mm-hmm. little dressing wall thing and then like a massage table and then a couple of like nice seats for like a lobby kind of waiting area mm-hmm. by the kitchen that was nice <laughs> and that was cool that was like a, a very interesting event I think I walked in and I was the only person who was not super nervous because I was just like, "I'm just here hanging out." You know what I mean? How's everyone's day going, guys? <laughs> was and it
1: mostly si- singles, couples?
0: There were maybe like fifteen people there. It was mm-hmm. like two or three couples, maybe four single men, and then like two or three single women. That's awesome. It was nice. It was good. What'd you learn, dude? I took.
1: Oh. Rolling over to my. Took notes. I took.
0: I was literally sitting there just taking notes, y'all. I took a lot of notes.
1: Goodness, I- flip,
0: flip, dude, flip! To be, to be the performer there and look into the audience and see someone jotting down. Literally, i <laughs> not. At, at the end, at the end, it was a, it was a guy uh, named Dominus Eris. and then okay. good name. wow! And then, Shout out Dominus Eris. His real name's Aaron. Oh. <laughs> <And then>, uh, <laughs> it's on his business card, Aaron. You just AKA Dominus it's on his, <laughs> his business card, dude. And then it was a woman named Lola Jean. Uh, who was like a, a sex educator and stuff.
1: That's awesome. Yeah.
0: But so like they would look out and, and I would just be like, I had like a little notebook with me. I was just like <laughs> jotting notes the whole time. A lot of them were just like quotes that they yeah. would say were, that were just funny because Dominus was actually pretty funny. I don't know. It, it was like weird and interesting. But at the end I was talking to him and, and I was just like, oh, you, you know what I mean? Like I, like I like jotting notes. Let me jot your number down or whatever. And he was like, I, oh, I noticed. you like notes? Was like, cool, glad that went, uh, glad that went, <laughs> I mean, noticed.
1: So, we ooh, share some knowledge.
0: Yeah, I learned, I learned a lot from that. Tom, what is squirting? Please well, elaborate. Tucker, here's the key to squirting is you have to work up to it. You can't just mm-hmm. ask what squirting is. no one can be told what squirting is, Tucker. You have to work, work up, up to it. it. Okay, what is squirting? <laughs> <laughs> uh, it was a class most, it was mostly on just like, pleasure and like mm-hmm. how like they were, they were talking about how like a man's pleasure is like this very exponential logarithmic just yep like it just starts and then it just goes straight up yep with a woman it's like a very straight like 45 degree angle line graph just mm-hmm. it just builds over time there's no curve or anything it's just if so if i think the quote was vulvas love repetition i believe was the quote where if you find something that's working stick with it
1: yep Stop yep.
0: Stop trying to be fancy. Yep. Just stick with it. Yeah. It's working. Have right. a good time. Yes. Yeah, I think that was good. Yeah. They were talking they, about. They like, say
1: that women's sexual desire takes three to four days before the act of any physical component. I'm
0: going to say that's insane. <laughs>
1: So that means you got a
0: plan for things three days. Yeah. Being a woman's hard.
1: Yeah. Sending, no, like a man sending a text to his girl saying like, hey, can't wait to see you on Friday or like really can't wait to take you out on a date, wear something hot. Like that really intensifies women's arousal.
0: Yeah. It helps. Yeah. Do you, do you remember Tom? Uh oh. Do you remember? (laughs) Don't ask me that. The first time. Do you remember learning that a woman's orgasm is not reached the same way as a man's orgasm? No, yep. I, I think that's I true. I, it's still true. I still haven't learned it. <laughs> what do you Wait, mean? What? <laughs> Wait, what? What do you mean? What did you? What uh, do I you just remember mean, that? Yeah, I remember. I mean, I remember the broad period of being like, "Oh, it's not like when it feels good, go faster." Mm-hmm. Go oh, yeah. I rem- I'm just Stay. like having that conversation with like, "Hey, chill, dude." Some women like that though. That's part of the show. sure. It's not. I'm that's full- one of the things that I learned. Oh. Okay. You gotta is tell tell Tell, Maggie about women's bodies. (laughs) I will mansplain women's bodies (laughs) to anyone who asks and I'll be holding out a book. So
1: i want diagrams next time okay? <laughs> oh,
0: I they a, had they had yes. a, a like a little vagina a vagina replica thing and she was pointing out things on the vagina like yeah. here's where this is here's where that is like
1: most women don't even know where their clit is sometimes yeah yeah
0: she was she had like a diagram that was she had a little plush that was also just the clitoris just the entire structure of it yep and it looked like a chicken like a chicken wing thing like one of the wishbones it was a and kind of, wing? It was like kind of crazy. It was yeah. like a wishbone. Sorry. <laughs> I, I went to a show uh, at a venue not too long ago where they were doing a... What kind of show? It was like an experimental show.
1: What kind of? no
0: there was a there was a at one point during the show it was like kind of like performance art but at one point there was a big diagram of a woman's vagina with like little pointers kind of pointing to each part of the vagina Mm. and they were calling on men in the audience to come label different things they'd be like Uh, that's good this one that's good what's that and then exactly <laughs> and they'd be like,
1: wrong! But the whole thing was just a vagina.
0: <laughs> that's all vagina. <laughs> that's all vagina. Lady, that's all vagina. <laughs> You're wrong. <laughs> that's just any dick, pretty sure. Yeah. That's the penis.
1: <laughs> so sometimes girls have it easier because you guys just have the penis, the head, and the balls.
0: There's also the frenulum, you know, like we also talk about that. There's was the, the medulla. Class, you know, she was There's like, the liver. <laughs> Men are complicated. <laughs> the femur. Well, anyway, they talked, a, <laughs> they talked a lot about, like, everything from, like, like, what you said, where it's setting the stage. Yeah. Like, they're, like, warm lights are good. Like, don't have, like, yeah. bright white lights, you know, like, set the nice stage, maybe a little music or something, and then just kind of, like, have warm lights. I believe the quote that Dominus gave was, uh, if it's like walking into a 7-Eleven, there's no erection <laughs> happening anytime soon. Uh, and I really I'm attracted to 7-Elevens.
1: I actually am, too. I love 7 Eleven. What get...
0: fetish am I learning about right now? 7 <laughs> Eleven. I love 7 Eleven, but I'm not sexually attracted to No, I'm not to sexually attracted. I mean, I'd fuck a 7 <laughs> Eleven.
1: You get a frosty at or little, right? the end. Little... Right? I'd fuck
0: in a 7 Eleven. You get a frosty anytime. Imagine exactly. you're having sex and you're dehydrated.
1: And you can just get a cup and just drink a slushy? Come on.
0: Get out of here, Tom. First of all, why are you getting a cup? If you're in a 7 Eleven, you just. Ah. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> hey, don't slush shame. Wow, You're that that's <gasps> gross. I feel like that was weird. <laughs> I yeah. feel like I just transcended.
1: I feel like slush shame is a thing. Maybe it should be. It should I be. Don't know.
0: But anyway, it was an interesting <laughs> class. So it sounds cool. like you,
1: yeah, I learned so you, a lot. you pushed your edge a little I pushed bit. Pushed my
0: edge. Please, yeah, I'm sorry. I, we got we got one quoted. Please keep going. I'm no, sorry. yeah, <laughs> no. So a lot of it was like you set the stage. A lot of it was they were showing them different moves and stuff. Lola had on like a blindfold and she was naked uh, on like the massage table, and then Dominus was doing like different things and kind of demonstrating as like, like, oh, I have this ostrich feather and she doesn't know where I'm going to, totally. where I'm going to use it. And then he like would brush against her foot, the bottom of her foot. Mm-hmm. And then she'd kind of giggle and he was like, you, you didn't expect me to put it on your foot, did you? And they knew each other like very well. So it was, it was cool to watch people with like such a good rapport. Yeah. Doing it. Because like by the time that they got to the part where like he was basically like fingering her and trying to get her to squirt. He, like, entered her and then was like, oh, you're, like, two minutes away, I think. And she, and she was like, yeah, that's probably about right. And I was like, dang, dude, that's insane. Whoa. That was insane. She is, by the way, the world record holder for squirting by volume. Who's keeping track?
1: Who's making that a world record?
0: Is that Guinness? (laughs) It might be Guinness. I don't know. Oh, so
1: kinky people at Guinness. Wow.
0: It was crazy. But yeah, squirting is basically like female ejaculate. Mm -hmm. So like...
1: It is juice. It's not... A lot of people think it's urine, mm -hmm. but it's not.
0: There is a lot of urine in it, Mm -hmm. but it is not entirely urine. Urine. Yeah.
1: It's like a clear...
0: Genuinely correct me if I'm wrong. You're wrong. (laughs) (laughs) Is this... This has to also be G-spot stimulation as well correct you trying to get on my notes bro i just you trying to get some tips this bro? is based on experience y'all
1: i feel like i'm whoa
0: you ever made huh? someone squirt huh? uh no
1: nah. do you ah. guys like that is that like a thing that i know that some guys could be into that but like i feel like most guys it's like oh i got in my sheets now
0: oh <laughs> <laughs> i think <laughs> that's, that's i don't want to pay for laundry <laughs> God. Yeah,
1: what i just watched these <laughs>
0: I I think it's interesting. I mean, I've had girlfriends that have been interested in exploring it. So, okay, yeah. And when I'm interested in like, they're like, I think that would feel really good. I'm like, let's do it. And then I've had girls friends that are like, oh, that's that's too. I'm not into that's too like aggressive kind of feeling and it's this too is vulnerable. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember for a while when I was like first getting intimate with women, I didn't like the idea of suddenly I'm just gonna spray shit everywhere. You know, mm-hmm. it's like a lot. I mean, then you got to clean your sheets. You gotta like clean your dress or whatever you have. Yeah. Like it can it can get in your eye. I just idea.
1: had this conversation at dinner last night. Can you guys really not control where it goes? What
0: do you mean the, where it goes? Like,
1: like the direction, bank left. right? Yeah. <laughs> oh,
0: yeah, um, you go. You go. You had an answer. I <laughs> was I was gonna go. Not really. No, I mean it, you can kind of generally guess. There's a consistency. What do you mean it. where?
1: <laughs> like you know, you guys can aim when you pee. Right? And you guys always take pride in, like, being able to aim it at certain places. But then with cum, I feel like it's just kind of all over the place.
0: I would say the way you aim is really just where your dick is pointed. I mean, that's, to me, like, about the extent of it. I'm not really... Like, when I'm peeing, I'm not, like...
1: Right, that's true. I'm not,
0: like... There's nothing internally that's, like, all right, now aim a little bit to the left. That's actually a very frustrating thing about the penis is, really, like, you do aim, but sometimes it just goes in, like, a different direction that you just didn't expect it to go, and you're, like... What's happening down there? What about the post morning pee or post morning? Hey, how are you? Post sex morning pee, Uh where it's just like a weird direction. See, mine are now usually like that because I pee and stuff after sex, so I don't really have the post morning pee. But Mm -hmm. I do understand that, and it sometimes can get in a weird direction. But like, yeah, yeah, it's weird. So consensus is that you can't
1: really control.
0: I think a lot of it also is because depending on how much buildup and stuff there is, is. it's like it can. I don't really know have how have Yeah, I don't know what only, it's gonna be doing. The only thing that you, I think I would be able to control is like, you can help out the contractions that happen if I wanted to like, have it be a little more or less, I guess. You
1: can? What?
0: <laughs> <laughs> Get in it, dude. <laughs> what are you talking about? Tucker's Relevant neck. info. I, I was ju- I was just thinking, we still, I still have many questions about squirting. I got my finger in the book. I, in the, book. Wow. <laughs> in
1: the book okay uh
0: no i was i was saying like i feel like you can kind of like control the, the contractions a little bit you can help them out or try to like contract harder and then that can spray a little harder or like less i love on that i'm learning things.
1: from you guys this what we're here for you know, This yeah. is great. We have I 15 minutes
0: what? of listening to our guest, and then we just We just, ass- just yeah,
1: steamroll yeah. Yeah. Steam over anything in. that I have to say. Yeah. 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 Typical. Yeah, yeah, Typical that's man. Fun enough, thank you. Yeah.
0: Um, <laughs> oh. <laughs> I'm going to cut that out of this <laughs> <laughs> I guess
1: You could have a, an episode just on squirting, yeah. I think. Yeah. Maybe yeah. you should get stop a squirt, squirt like eps- expert in here. Um, squirt spurt.
0: That's why I got their phone number afterward.
1: Gotcha. Yeah, yeah. So what are your other questions?
0: i would still just please keep going. What happened? How did what was it? Oh, what yeah. did the audience yeah. do? Like, well do you clap? I'll say <laughs> <laughs> gee, we are too similar. Because I'll just jump to the end a little bit. After she she squirted, uh-huh. there was this moment where like she squirted and was like kind of physically exhausted for a minute. Mm. And the whole time, like no one had really been saying much. Like occasionally like, Dominus would say like a lot and she would occasionally say some stuff. And he would, like, ask questions. Like, does anyone have any questions? Mm-hmm. And almost always everyone would just be, like, quiet. Because we're just watching, you know. Right, We're just on. watching and learning. Dominus and Lola had, like, just finished with, like, him making her squirt. And he's, like, a little physically exhausted. Mm. And she's physically exhausted. And they're just kind of, like, silent for a second. And she's squirted on the floor and stuff. And then we're all just kind of silent for a second. And then I just go, do we, do we clap? <laughs> do- I feel like we should clap. And then we all clapped. We all clapped,
1: y'all. Oh, my gosh.
0: <laughs> it was a peak Tom moment. Oh, yeah.
1: dear. I actually, that's amazing. Yeah, that like, really I cool. love that, that that experience exists and you can go. Although, <sighs> I would just cool. hope that, like, the squirtiness contained.
0: There's a splash zone.
1: Uh, ah.
0: Like Gallagher. Yeah. You gotta wear a poncho. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, No, they, they, like, you could tell where, about how far it was gonna, I think it was gonna go, like. In terms of like, we were far enough away from like the massage table and stuff. That, okay. But like, people were like kind of moving around so they could see a better angle because we were in a kind of a semicircle around her, and so occasionally they'd kind of move around.
1: Did you feel angle. afterwards that you had a better understanding of how to make a girl squirt? Now,
0: yeah, okay. yeah, I think I learned a lot of a lot of super useful tips, even just stuff like like he was giving tips on like like there were like a move that they called chop sticking the clitoris. Plain chopsticks, yeah. Like that da Oh, now I get it. <laughs> no, that's no, not I it. Um, it's basically like putting two fingers around it yeah. and then kind of moving up and down, and like you can put a little pressure and stuff. Mm. Like, correct me if I'm wrong. You're wrong. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Direct stimulation, little, little bit much sometimes. Sometimes, on the yes. It depends on so the woman. Both, right? That's a big thing Sometimes, here. Lola was making a great point where she was like, depending on like my. Uh, cycle of like where I'm at yep. and like how I'm feeling yep. and like all that. Like it's basically dealing with a different vulva every day. Yeah. So either that's gonna be exciting for you or frustrating. It's that's kind why of...
1: communication is key. Yeah. Have you, <laughs> do,
0: you that. do you do you explore this with like your clients who are women as well, like them dealing with stuff like this, like how to not understanding their own body as much?
1: So, like I said, most of my practice is mostly men. Right. I would love to get some women in my practice to ask.
0: Oh, uh, Dr. But Maggie Dance, look at her own psychology today.
1: Yes, please. Um, but Please don't plug things on us. I think that, like, uh. where I'm at with some of my clients that are couples, we're not there yet. We mm. haven't even touched the physical aspect because...
0: It's just too much emotional intimacy. There's a
1: lot of, like... Yeah, there's a lot of, like, emotional Less, I mean, that stuff, I think,
0: affects more than the Absolutely. physical stuff.
1: So when someone comes to me and they're a couple and they have, like, sexual issues, it is nine times out of ten, I would say, like, ten times out of ten, there's other issues besides the sex. Mm-hmm. The sex is just, like, a symptom of what's going on yeah. in a relationship. So, yeah,
0: That's interesting. Yeah. Why do you think you don't have women come in as much?
1: Honestly, I think it's because women have other women or other places to talk about their issues. And they have no—they have less shame about it. Like, you know, I think I explained to you guys when we had coffee, like, there's a show called Sex and the City, really about four women getting together every week at brunch to talk about their sexual escapades. Mm. And women will seek out help more, like, whether it's self-help books or going and talking to a friend or even, like, a family member. And so I think for men, they don't really have that sound sounding board. they don't feel comfortable enough to share that with a guy friend like hey i'm really having trouble masturbating less
0: and stuff around exactly it. it's too much just toxic masculinity exactly the second you say like i just couldn't get it up it's like pussy it, right? just, it just immediately or just like i don't want to hear
1: it's like no 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 i don't want to hear i don't hear about it that's weird yeah so interesting i
0: didn't expect that i didn't expect that answer well that was fun facts For the listener, the reason why I found Maggie was because I was interviewing her for my Tinder article. The last one was about surefire signs that women like you. And that was one of the points that you had made was men don't really talk about this and don't have as much of an outlet. So that's why it tends to be something that men, they're, they're not as versed. Yeah. In their own problems and intimacy and like all that kind of stuff, which I think is a great point.
1: So, but I, I like love the fact that I have male clients in my practice because it's like going to show that they want to get help. Mm -hmm. They just need like a space to do that. And like people out there, like even other therapists, like sex therapy is not an area that people usually go into because it's like, I don't know, like I don't really feel comfortable talking about that, but you have to talk about it. Whether or not you're dealing with a kid, a teenager, an adult, everyone is going to hear about it, talk about it and needs some direction in that, some like healthy
0: direction. Interesting. Yeah. Were you pleasantly surprised that you had more male clients or were you, did you know that kind of going in? Did you expect it or?
1: Yeah, I would say I kind of expected it and I don't know why it's not that surprising to me. I think also because I think when people see my psychology today, they, they know that I look younger and I think they want to be able to talk it with, talk to it with a younger woman who maybe can offer them some perspective but Mm -hmm. also maybe they can feel comfortable like oh i can share it with her maybe i can share this issue with other women that i'm dating or interested in and they'll be just as accepting
0: interesting
1: yeah i would love to have more women clients but i'm okay with just having male clients because i really think every man can probably benefit i think everyone
0: could yeah because like one of the things that I find a lot when I'm being intimate with women is there's a lot of shame on their part that is totally m- yes that is not on my part where it's like they don't feel comfortable if I want to go down on them or something because yeah. they're ashamed of their own vagina. It's like you don't worry about like you don't need to worry about that. Yeah. I'm heterosexual and I am attracted to it and this is like hot for me. That's but they are very ashamed yeah. of themselves and it's like, well we're like let's let's work through it because like I think this would be really fun. It's not going to be fun if you're not comfortable, though.
1: Right. So plug. But uh, last week (laughs) I had like uh, my me and my friend did this workshop where she's a lawyer, but also a yoga teacher. So she did yoga. And then we had like an open discussion led by me to talk about sex and how to have healthier sex, whether you're single or partnered and we're hoping, yeah, to break that stigma for women. Like,
0: yeah, look,
1: be free with your sexuality, whatever it is what what you want to do. Cool. Right? Or like sex is fine. If you yeah and I taking away the slut, shame, just like have the sex that you wanna have, but just have boundaries on what that is. Yeah. And stick to that. If your intention is, look, I wanna sleep around, cool, do that. Or if your intention is I wanna date someone seriously. And the shame is coming from, well, I feel like I need to give a, uh, give up sex mm-hmm. for this person so they'll like me, but then they're having sex with other people and you don't want that. And you have to be honest with that and yeah. say like, I want to have sex with you, but I really don't want, I feel, really don't feel comfortable you having sex with other people while we're intimate. Yeah. And hopefully they can respect it. If not, you got to move on. Mm-hmm.
0: I take it you've probably read The Ethical Slut? No. Oh, it's basically a book about that, of just female empowerment. Feel like you can have the sex you want I remember one of my one of my exes was reading that and it was a very interesting book I'm writing the that Ethical Down. Slut. yeah I, I think love that that is something that yeah it's for every relationship I've been in there's been some degree of like hey you're like I'm I'm into your vagina like you uh pun, 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 pun. <laughs> um, but no like I like I'm attracted to this thing there's been like convincing that has to be done where it's like, yeah There's always so like but sometimes like, oh they... but it might smell and I'm like that's a, it's a it's good, a good smell. smell. It's a good yeah. smell.
1: But sometimes, like, that can go only so far, and, like, it really needs to right. come from them. And, like, yeah, totally. there's confidence exactly. and self esteem exactly. about it. Ladies, Again, seek actually.
0: out Dr. Maggie Dancel. So, <laughs> calls you today. Third plug. <laughs> <laughs>
1: um, yeah, like, you know, but I think men, you guys, like, you can rock out with your cocks out. It's fine. Mm-hmm. But for women, it's something that we keep you know, very, known very private. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, no, around. yeah, there's a stigma around that, I feel. Yeah. yeah bro you are sweating
1: <laughs> it is hot in here though it's hot yeah yeah, yeah.
0: And sweating.
1: but it's also oh, the sweaty. topic that ah. we're talking about ah. i'm full-on sweating yeah it's okay i am too yeah
0: but i'm wearing white i, I didn't
1: I'm, i didn't realize I, was. <laughs> I don't sweat but now i am we need
0: to get out of here yeah
1: <laughs> it's also hot yeah
0: now yeah. you believe you gotta run it's I almost do. The time i do so give one last plug i suppose <laughs> please yeah. um we're yeah you can find <laughs> you can
1: find me in psychology today under Dr. Maggie Dancel, I also just see clients for other mental health issues, mm-hmm. trauma, eating disorders, substance use, depression, anxiety, all that good stuff. Because um, I actually think I might stop for the time being taking on sex cases. Mm-hmm. It's a lot, you know, to to, sure. to handle week to week. Yeah. But I also started two weeks ago an all-male group therapy for guys that are coming to me just for any issue but it's really hard to find an all-male support group out there that can talk that's an open topic kind of thing Mm because usually it's like geared towards like substance use or sure like trauma and this Mm -hmm. is just like an open so that's something that i also offer yeah yeah
0: you ready to talk about your podcast is there a date for that
1: so the podcast is we have an instagram it's full disclosure psy Mm-hmm. So it's me and another psychologist in California who we went to the same grad school, mm-hmm. and we're gonna have different discussions every week. But it's basically getting inside the minds of two psychologists, like what we go through yeah. and what kind of comes up in our minds. But it hasn't. We haven't posted our first one yet, so I'll keep you guys posted. Please do. please, yeah. please
0: do. So you got any more questions about squirting, real quick? <laughs> I think I'm an expert now. We'll take them off, Mike. <laughs> well, you can find me at Mr. Thomas Ella. You can find the podcast at Undesirables Pod. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at TuckerWins. I'm not gonna plug Instagram anymore. Tucker. <laughs> T-U-C-K. A-H-H on Instagram. I've been changing it. Tucka. Oh, Recently God it was too. Headshots for Bugs. Wait. <laughs> your in your tag was yeah, Headshots think, for Bugs. Yeah, I think I'm done. Uh, at Headshots from, for Bugs. Yeah, I was. <laughs> five were you trying to give off <laughs> I don't care <laughs> all right well all right anyway thanks thanks Maggie yeah you guys thank are you so, so much you're welcome I loved uh, it like and subscribe and uh leave a review on iTunes and share with a friend yeah please 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 please, okay, please. thank you thank you <laughs> yeah.
1: that was so fun